Hello, my friends. Not just my friends. Everyone's friends. Hello, everyone out there in the world. This is Intergalactic Interviews, Multiverses, and All Things Combined. The voice you're hearing right now is that of Jamie McDonald. Some people call me MD. To my immediate right is a good friend of mine. Long-time awesome guy, which I think is his current role. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Michael Saavedra. Ooh, no. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, no. and then uh, running our boards today. Did you say no? No, no. Okay, no. this guy. All right. I think I still think you're awesome, despite your current well, opinion you. well, of yourself. You. Okay, thanks. Right. Appreciate that. We can keep going. All right. Uh, still running our boards uh, for I'm gonna say 100th week straight. Uh, guys, just doing awesome, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only uh, C Mart right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Solo clap. Okay, there you go. Don't bother already. Yeah, these uh, these intros are going great. So far, everyone's really interested to hear the rest of them. Now, that being said, okay, let me get you an ad real quick here. This, uh, this podcast is very, very proudly sponsored by uh, the one, the only Floathouse. If you go to floathouse.ca right now, you're going to see the premier isolation tank experience in the lower mainland. Let's say right now you're in Vancouver. You want to experience something super tranquil, really relaxing. You want something peaceful that you can reflect upon later, maybe even become addicted to. That's how awesome it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to do anything crazy out on the streets. You can just come visit one of the many locations in the lower mainland of Floathouse. Just go to floathouse.ca. It's super awesome. We love it. We float. You should float. It's going to be amazing. The thing I like about it the most is you get your own room. You get your own house coat. Uh, They give you slippers. It's super relaxing. Everyone here is really, really, really smart, really knowledgeable, and uh, super experienced. So that being said... If you want to try this out yourself, we are offering right now through our sponsors at Floathouse. If you go ahead and use our podcast promo code, I, I podcast, that's lowercase I, lowercase I podcast, they'll give you 20% off your next float and go to floathouse.ca right now to check it out. So if you'll all do me a big favor, we're going to get right into this because our guest today is pretty amazing. She's super busy, so we don't want to waste her time. And she's already been sitting here listening to me do these intros and that ad. That ad that I hope you guys all paid attention to. It's been a bit. Super interesting. (laughs) I love it. And uh, she's awesome. Anyway, let's get into this. Uh, My guest today, uh, wow, she she has many slashes to her name. But right now, we're going to be talking about uh, her next most important priority slash, which is an event she's putting on called The Awakened Man, which is coming up on May 15th in 2016. That's this year, people. You're still capable of getting there and uh, it's a Sunday it's awesome it's the diamond ballroom on the fifth floor in Vancouver British Columbia again that event is called the Awakened Man and we're sitting here with the lovely the talented Sonali Pereira ladies and gentlemen let's go now she gets a round of applause of course absolutely how you doing I'm doing good yeah yeah I wonder if uh I wonder if uh I can ask you just a million questions go ahead let's get into this yeah yes so immediately Someone out there just heard me announce the title as The Awakened Man. That's okay, right. break it down for us. What can someone expect for something like this? I'm going to wipe my brow like this is the Deep South. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> my mama. Awesome. <laughs> so, so The Awakened Man, um, yeah, it's, it's basically, it's going to be a pretty awesome event. It's, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm creating a platform to support, empower, and just honor more of the men in our world. And, you know, one of the reasons I'm doing that is because uh, as a female, I'm really, really tapped in and just aware of, like, how many things that 
um, that we have, that is resources and channels when it comes to uh, just support and uh, sharing and sharing like what we're doing, what we're up to in women's circles, you name it. So I just didn't see a lot of things kind of happening for men. There's a lot of things for men and women. I'm, and so, I'm so blown away by this opinion. I would say that almost the whole world has been set up for men. And, this, and then, then like, mm-hmm. you're right though, it, most recently in the last, how many decades would you, can we put this back? How many years can we say that? Like, no, there's been kind of a shift and now the focus There's is, been a total shift. Yeah. How, it's how, it's how a planetary back? shift. Where would you, where would you peg that time-wise? How far back? Like in terms of when it's, when that shift started? Yeah. That, like in your opinion. Um, I'd say probably in the last like three years, three, four years. Three years. Okay. Three years. Like in in terms of a significant shift, like I noticed that in the last year, Mm -hmm. um, in 2015, there was a significant shift just that happened on the planet. So the energy is moving. We're moving from like the era of the masculine to the era of the feminine on the entire planet. What does that mean? The era of the masculine, the era of the feminine? Explain for me. So I want you to totally treat me like I don't know anything. Because we don't. Because I don't know anything. Yeah, no, walk walk us through it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, so basically what that means is we're moving from a world that's like, what, that used to be like very male-dominated, a very male-dominated society, very male-dominated world. It's about like conquering and dominating and... Total um, imperialism. Just yeah, like, yeah, separation and, you know, not a whole lot of community going on. And so we're moving into this era, uh, the era of the feminine, and really what that means is that there's more people that are starting to become very community-oriented. There's more people that are starting to care about purpose, care about passion, wanting to do, pursue work and careers that they feel excited about versus just another job. That's and, true, yeah. Right? It's like a creative uh, kind of push in terms of... Totally. Yeah. There's like the creative class now. It's not just like working class, blue class, blue class? Blue class. <laughs> yeah. Blue collar, white collar. <laughs> like, totally. Uh, it's the creative class. Yeah, I can definitely, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That I definitely recognize in the last few years where it's more appropriate now. It's just like, you know, it's almost kind of like hacky hipster material but you're like yeah i am i work part-time as a barista but i'm also like i own my own t-shirt company and they're like oh cool really and they're like yeah you know it's really limited runs we do like one to five shirts you know like (laughs) you're like oh okay yeah they're five thousand a piece or something (laughs) like that it's like okay relax scott (laughs) (laughs) so that's cool it's like so you just see more people that are stepping into that field into that energy and so, you know, one of the things about that is um, uh, in terms of community and, and, and sharing. So women uh, are just by, by, just by nature, we're very oriented when it comes to like community. We're like very nurturing. We like to gather, we like to talk, we like to share. So there's a lot of, there's, there's a few things in, in this, you know, I think where, where people are shifting into on a on a conscious basis, like consciously, yeah. um, that women have a little bit more innate strengths in that area. So one of the signs of this being true and this being very evident is that in the last year there was a significant rise in like fe- female entrepreneurs stepping out on the scenes, female leaders, female like uh, CEOs, politicians, you right. name it. Like it's you notice it even on social media. There's a lot very of very prevalent, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, very yeah. prevalent. This is like the first first uh, cabinet ever in Canadian history to have equal gender representation. I know. I think that's so awesome. Very first one. That's that's pretty cool. And then Trudeau had that big mic drop moment where he said, 
they're like when he asked when he was asked like why he did it he's like yeah. because it's 2015 exactly <laughs> that was the perfect answer that was the perfect answer Definitely. you know he meant it too which is kind of yeah, yeah it's kind of cool yeah so that's like awesome. so let me ask this yeah so I, I'm sure there's someone out there right now that's like it's like okay so why why men though why not sure. women why not yeah. that you know because like you know I'll be honest one of my first thoughts mm-hmm. when I heard about this was like okay so so a woman wants to empower men. Okay, so I was trying to think. I was like, what if I wanted to empower women? How, sure. how would that? Would That'd this, be great. Would it? Absolutely. So do I, do me, personally, not not the idea of me, but just like, do I, personally, have the capabilities to do that? Like, do I have... Of course you do. Like, you wouldn't feel weird no. hearing from me as a man, like, telling you, like, hey, listen, you want to be feminine, all right? You want to... <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have any uh, idea of that. And the thing is, yeah. when I hear about your event, mm-hmm. I am actually like, okay, I'm actually intrigued. I'm like, okay, tell me how to be empowered. I want to hear that. Sure. When I think about, that's why I think it's cool is just because it doesn't really work for me on the other end. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't tell a woman how to be empowered. Almost the idea of it is actually rallying against everything we just discussed, right? Because like that, fir- that first thing we just said, like the imperialism of it, I'd be like, listen, ladies. You're going to want to be, uh, you know, a little more ladylike, that kind of thing, or something <laughs> like that. Like, it just sounds so awful totally. coming from a man, you know? Um, right. What is uh, well, what is it that initially got you into wanting to do this? What is the inspiration? Why men? Why sure. do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so one of the things that, uh, that I just noticed was, um, just in my own, my, my personal community, um, I just noticed that, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that, you know, when it comes to, you know, things that women struggle with and things that men struggle with, you know, for women, when we have anything that we struggle with, we're very, like, we talk, we have, like, girlfriends, we share, we, we go to circles, there's, like, workshops, you name it. There's, like, there's lots of channels we can, uh, that we can receive support to navigate through that stuff. Right, yeah. And so for men, I noticed that, uh, I noticed in my dad, I've noticed it in, in men that I've been in relationships with, in, in, in men that are like, I'm close to in my, in my community, um, that it's, it's a very inner struggle. So when they are dealing with stuff that's emotional or tough or challenging, um, it's different. It's, they're not like women where they will sometimes run to a guy and start sharing it. Um, majority will often like suppress it. And, and keep it in, and they don't talk. And um, and a lot of that is because at a very young age, they're programmed at a young age that it's not okay to show share show, show emotion, to yeah. be vulnerable, you're weak, you're a girl, you're gay, you yeah. know, if you do. And so, and so what this does is the way it affects them, as it act, that kind of stuff stays with them as they get older, and the way that affects them when it comes to creating authentic relationships, connecting with people on an authentic level, the way it affects them in terms of speaking their truth, sharing their dreams, sharing what they're passionate about, communicating their emotions when it comes to love. They either like vomit it all or they like <laughs> sketch it like this. They totally vomit right. it all, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there's no like experience to like let that go in a way that is healthy right. and also empowering. And so... Yeah, I'm not doing this to change anyone. I'm doing this, one, um, because I notice there's a gap. I notice there's a gap between men and men, and I notice there's a gap between men and women. And so I'm simply stepping up to the table Mm. because somebody has to. 
you know. Okay, I'm already getting super inspired. Okay. You know, like somebody has to, <laughs> and it's like I'm, I'm, and I'm not a speaker, right? Like I'm not on there and, and like saying, "Hey, you guys, this is what you got to do." No, that that's not my role at all. My my role is simply to create a platform and a space where I can bring in other men, where I can bring in men that are just absolutely great examples of healthy, masculine, um, awakened men. Like I think Andy and Mike are great examples of that. The uh, Zaremba brothers. Right. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Friends of the show. Basically, the uh, purveyors of the show is really what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, we love those guys. Actually, that's how we uh, got in touch with each other. Is right after that episode came out, wasn't it? I think that's what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like for me, I just I just want to know, like, uh, like, do, who are the examples in your life that kind of led to this point? Like, like, do you have strong uh, family members, like male family? I didn't members? really have any, to be honest. Okay. You know, so that was lacking in my life too, in my world. Like, my dad passed away when I was ten. Um, you know, my brother. Uh, wasn't wasn't like the very protective kind of brother. He was like kind of off doing his own thing, um, and so I think as a result, like I lack that too. I grew up when I was younger, kind of as a tomboy, so I was always around masculine energy, mm-hmm. and I and that was something that I just gravitated to in a sense. So I so I have a bit of a masculine energy core, yeah. especially when I'm in work mode. Like, do you identify more then with that side? Um, I do when it, on an energetic level. Mm-hmm. When I'm just not in work mode, I'm just relaxed, and you really can see my feminine energy come out. <laughs> you can see it like just be playful and like quirky and funny and yeah. you know and all that stuff. <laughs> so, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, okay, so let's talk about some of the speakers that are on the show. Cool. Um, so, uh, is there like a? It's like how many speakers? There's five, six. There's five. gonna be five speakers. Five. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is there like? Uh, is it like a main event or is it like five co-main events? Like what's, how does it work? Um, it's going to be five really strong, powerful speakers, each of them that are highly influential like in the community and have their, their own communities behind them. Um, I just realized I'm treating this like an MMA card. Like it's like the most masculine thing. I'm just like, okay, so like who's the main event? Who's in the preliminaries? Yeah. I just want to know that. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, yeah, anyway. All right. It. My uneducated guess. Okay. So uh, please continue. Please. Okay. Continue. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we have, so it's gonna be five speakers. It's gonna be five topics. So we have leadership, uh, which Darren Jacqueline is coming in to do that. And Darren is just this awesome friggin' uh, guy. He, uh, he's trained 150 fortune 500 companies when it comes to leadership and success. So he builds, he does like corporate trainings Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Um, and then we have next, we have Suki Merker who is an award-winning doctor, also uh, author of a best-selling book called uh, Heal Your Body, Heal Your Mind. Wow, okay, so is he like, like what kind of doctor? He's a chiropractic doctor, but he is a fusion of that and like an energy healer. Wow, okay. Yeah. Hold on, let's pause So he's working on your chakras (laughs) while he's like So he's like going through it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's cool. I yeah. think uh, I've heard great, like amazing stuff about him. So I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to know more about him. And he's going to be speaking. He's going to be speaking. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen him speak before? I I've seen videos of him speak, and um, and I've just talked to him, you know, personally myself. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I really like about him is I love the fact that when he speaks, you can tell like he he's really speaking from his heart. Like he's very humble. 
and he's got a lot of wisdom and knowledge behind him and it, it just comes out just when he's just like hmm. you know speaking to you the sincerity behind oh it. yeah 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 that's cool when with you're, confidence yeah too. when you're connecting with a, an intellectual like that that, that makes that like it makes a lot I don't know, easier to kind of focus on what they're saying. Rather. Totally. Some, some people are super intellectual, but then they, they drone on and yeah. on, and if you would know. And it's really yeah. tough to yeah. listen. I got to think. <laughs> but if he's very passionate, it's yeah. very easy to get behind it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, so that's two. Two or three? Two that's three. sad. That's two, two of five. Yeah, two to five. <laughs> Sorry, I meant three remaining. Okay, please continue. Okay, so third one is um, we have Nima Rahamni. And so Nima Rahamni, he's the creator and uh, founder of the Overview Method. And so basically what that is, it's like this method where he can take people, men and women, so both, but he takes people, like if you have a, a, a traumatic event that's happened to you in life, which we like almost all do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if you've had something like that, like, you know, when you were young, between your mom, between your dad, it, you know, from a separation that you haven't fully gotten over, or maybe you lost someone that was really dear to you. And there's something about that story and the energy that's still with you. And so what he does is he takes people through a process, like a step-by-step process. It's, it's kind of, it seems, uh, it, it's not like days to do. It's actually, it seems fairly quick. But he takes you through it and he, he um, just from my experience of mm-hmm. it, he'll get you to find um, something that you can be grateful about, that event. And he'll get you to go back and forth. You know, what's what's something that's negative? What's something that you're grateful about? So if you lost someone, for example, think of something that you are grateful about. Think of something that's good that came out of that. And often we focus on the negative things, and that's what creates that traumatic charge. Yeah. And that's what creates the pain in our body even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like he's reshaping the the memory and the the event, right? Completely reshaping it on a cellular energetic level. Right, because it's pulling up the roots of, like, how negative it was. Like, oh, uh, this person is no longer with us I, how do I cope without them mm-hmm. whereas it's like no this person maybe provided you the experiences you need in order to move forward and have the ability to do so and that's pretty cool I like that idea yeah it seems it's like really when cool. you say it out loud it's like yeah it seems pretty simple like that seems like everyone should do that but sometimes the common sense stuff is really nope you need someone we to hardly like, ever down. think of stuff we're grateful for you know when, hardly yeah. when, when stuff hits the fan you know that's the hardest yeah. stuff to grasp it's, it's really yeah. the hardest Completely. stuff to grasp definitely um, yeah that was uh, three four three that was <laughs> that was three three yeah okay. who, was, who was our fourth speaker okay fourth speaker is um, Chris Fletcher and Chris Fletcher, he is like, uh, he's the founder of Half Moon Haven, which is a retreat center. Mm-hmm. And so he actually uh, works with men's, men's groups. So he works with men's groups and he also works with families. And um, he works, he, he has men's groups that he takes them out to the wild and to nature. They do like kayaking. They do all sorts of cool, like fun adventure trips. And, um, but he's a really heart-based kind of guy. Like when you wow, talk to okay. him, his energy is so just relaxed and. How large are these groups that go out there? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like a dozen. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really cool. He's going to be giving away um, a uh, a gift uh, for two to like stay at his retreat, complimentary. It's going to be one of the prizes we'll be giving away at the event. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Very cool. Cool. And yeah. uh, last but not least, who is the uh, fifth? Speaker. Drum roll. We have Satyan Raja. So Satyan, he's actually been on the Vancouver Real podcast. 
Um, stuck oh, friend yeah. of the show. Okay. Yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Get that in there again. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He actually, he's the uh, founder of Warrior Sage. And he's also one of the ex-facilitators of Enlightened Warrior for Millionaire Minds, wow. um, which is one of the one of their best courses. Uh, I'm already like Rise. super intrigued, but okay, like please. Yeah, like, he's he, yeah. he's <laughs> like he's phenomenal. Um, uh, yeah, so he's facilitated that like Enlightened Warrior. He also was one of um, uh, I think Harvecker's business consultants. He was consulting him when he came, when he came to business and that sort mm. of thing. Um, he has a program now called sex, money, and power. Hmm. Okay. And this guy has a lot of good points. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can say you can tell those things are charged, right? Yeah. Each of those things are charges. You can feel it in your body when you like hear it, sex, money, and power. Um, and so he works with like very like high end um, uh, clients. And uh, so yeah, he's he's just a great speaker. He's very powerful. He's one of those guys that kind of embody the warrior warrior essence of a man, mm-hmm. and so he really brings that to the stage, and he really calls that out, you know, calls that forward from people. Wow, so that's kind of cool. I I like the idea. Yeah, yeah it's that. super interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He says yeah, uh, yeah. says here on uh, the Awakened Man 2016 website, uh, sexuality and relationships. Unlock your creative power. For men, you will embody masculine presence that makes you not only a master of your, quote, sexual power on tap, unquote, mm-hmm. but a natural leader among men. All right. Kind of interested in this. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. All right, I'm in. This guy, well, guy's right got then. some points. Well, right. Yeah, this guy's got some good points. You know, let's just, let's just take a listen to him. Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I think yeah. that's going to be a cool lineup. I think... Uh, you know, honestly, it's a very diverse lineup as well. It is, right? Yeah. It's a lot it of is. different in every speaker, it sounds like. And you yeah. booked all these people individually? I Yeah. I Honestly, um, the way I got all of them, well, Satyan is a friend of mine. Uh, so we became friends before this, the whole idea of the Awakened Man even like manifested itself. Um, but what I did was I just put a post on Facebook and I just, this was, I think, in January and, oh, sorry, in December. And, uh, and I just said, hey, you know, I'm looking for speakers for an upcoming event called The Awakened Man. You know, these are going to be the topics. So leadership, communication, emotions, sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and so, like, I had a whole whack of speakers that just applied, men and women. And then I just interviewed a whole bunch of them. And I simply narrowed it down to, to who I felt were the strongest speakers in terms of presence. Wow. And were the strongest speakers in terms of like, like when they step in a stage, they knew exactly what they were doing. They know they could command an audience, they could command a stage, but not just in a commanding way, but in a sense where they were very tuned in and tapped into who they are and what they're there to share. Yeah. What they're there, like the value they're there to give. Because at the end of the day, it's about service. It's what can you give to other people? What can you share mm-hmm. that can raise that vibe and raise that energy up and create transformation, even if it's on a level of awareness? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And all these people are Sonali certified, right? There you go. 100%. <laughs> Boom. That's awesome. Okay, sweet. You know, earlier we were speaking about uh, yeah. uh, being grateful for things. Nice. What's the, what's the most recent thing you're grateful for? I am grateful, honestly, like, um, for this whole journey, like that this awakened man has taken me on. How, like, how long has it taken from inception to now? 
Yeah. Uh, it literally manifested itself in the form of a thought, like for the very first time at the end of November. Wow. And that just came from a conversation I was having with a guy friend of mine that, you know, would share with me that I'd be like, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? And he'd be like, you know, I'm just kind of trying to practice stepping into my power and, you know, for my masculine energy. And he was reading a lot of David Data books. And I was like, huh. And I noticed that was coming up a lot. So, and I noticed it was coming up for other guys and, and, and just in different ways. And, hmm. um, yeah, yeah. So, but that's when it first manifested itself. And it's, so it hasn't been very long. And so that's only like from today, that's only like seven months, seven, eight months, right? That's not too, wow. That's like pretty crazy turnaround to, to book something of this level. That, that's pretty totally. wild. Wow. Definitely. Totally. That's super cool. Yeah. This Excuse is my me. first time, like kind of putting something like this together. Mike's going to go buy a ticket right now. Nice. Perfect. Good job, yeah. Mike. Smart move, Love Mike. It. Smart move. <laughs> Very smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I just want to ask you a million questions. Go ahead. Okay, like, yeah. Um, Let's do it. Okay, I feel first like I have so much to share. So I'm well, like, yeah. Let's just go like real basic. Like where are you from? Uh, I'm born and raised in Toronto. My mom's from Peru and my dad's Sri Lankan. So I'm a mix of Spanish and Sri Lankan. Oh, yeah. And I no hablo español, like un poquito. So I, oh, Jesus. No, I don't speak Spanish, but I make up by dancing salsa and merengue. So okay. All right. You know, I do that. I like that. That's and, cool. Yeah, and I don't speak any Sri Lankan either. Like, I'm a total gringa. And <laughs> like, totally. Is that what the word is? Gringa? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Serious coconut. Coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Okay, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I accept it. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, so how long were you in Toronto? When did you come out to Vancouver? Um, I moved to I moved out of Toronto when I was like 19, 20. And then I initially moved to Victoria. And so I stayed there for like a few years. Uh, and then uh, after Victoria, I ended up moving to L.A. And I lived in L.A. for a bit. Wow. Whereabouts in L.A. did you live? Santa Monica. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you enjoy your time down there? I did. It was awesome. I, d I went to Santa Monica College, so I went to uh, school there. Well, you were like right in the thick of it. Oh. Wow. So good. That's yeah. cool. It was awesome. Yeah, LA's kind of a weird vibe though, right? Like sometimes there's like it's a... a yeah, if you're not, if you've never been there before and, and especially if you're going to move there, it's, um, it's, it's a mix, right? So yeah. it, it, I feel like LA is cool and... But it's got all these subcultures. So you have like the Hollywood culture, and then you have like the Santa Monica culture, and then you have like the Hermosa Beach culture, which is also very different. You know? how, how, how are those two beaches different? Um, I love Hermosa Beach. Like it's my favorite place um, because it's like it's like it's literally you go there and you'll see like guys, ladies, like just rollerblading, bikinis on the beach, beach cruising, margaritas, like <laughs> patios, um, you name it. It's like so cool. So it looks like an eighties movie is what we're saying. Totally. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. All oh right. yeah. Yeah. Right. And then Santa Monica is like really artistic. So you go like there on like the boardwalk and you see like people selling art and you know, and jewelry Sketching, and possibly and, doodling. Yeah. Doodling <laughs> and like performing and music. And wow. So it's a little bit more eclectic. It's well, got that cool. more eclectic feel. That's cool. Yeah. When was the last time you were down there? Uh, probably a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. Wow, so you're still like in contact with uh, everyone down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a whole like whack of friends <laughs> well, <that's laughs> down cool. there in LA. So yeah, this, it's like a second home. This event you're putting on, 
the Awakened Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of a network, isn't it? Isn't it part? Did I read this right? Yeah, it's basically so. <laughs> you looked at me like what? I'm like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like no, it is no, Yeah, good. No, Next question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I just want to make sure it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No. But what it's doing, it's like it's creating a community. So what I want to do is like I want to. Um, uh, like, cause I, I interviewed a few people like downtown, oh, sorry, That's downtown okay. Vancouver. I'm just going to push this mic to you. Cause, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to knock your teeth out with the mic. <laughs> That's not good. It's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Boom. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, please. So yeah, no, I, cause I went out with, uh, like just a film crew and we just hit the streets of downtown Vancouver, like just, uh, maybe a week ago. And I wanted to get, I wanted to interview like men and women and get some honest and just raw feedback around what are some ways they feel we could better support the men in our world. And, uh, and also, and get just honest feedback from men themselves and get it really hear from them. What are some things that they kind of struggle with that they feel they would love to get support from men and what, and how would they like to feel more supported from women? What, what does were, that look yeah, like? Like what were some of the responses? Oh, uh, I got some great responses. What were the, uh, what were the guys saying? That's what I oh know. yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Like what does a guy say? So there was this, um, th- there was definitely, there was this one share, there was these two guys, um, they were like uh, East Indian, and th- it was one of the most powerful shares that I had personally um, experienced from the, just from that whole thing. And it was just so touching because of how honest they were and how like they weren't holding anything back. And so they were basically saying, they're like, you know, when women, you know, um, you know, when stuff happens, if there's like abuse, whether it's like physical, emotional, uh, or sexual on, on any of that level, they have a lot of support that's available for them to talk about it, to share, to Yeah, like these different it. avenues and outlets, right? Totally. Yeah. And so what he was saying, he's like, when men go through that, he's like, we don't have that support. He was saying, he's like, if there's abuse, if it's emotional, he's like, we still, we're just expected to just get over it. We're expected to just be strong. We're expected to just like figure it out. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, he's like, we need to have like, he's like, we need to have like a system in place where, um, you know, men can be supported too. And so he was saying, he's like, I'd like to see more men um, be able to hold space for each other and be able to you know, uh, support each other and, you know, listen to each other. If you have, if you're going through something that's, you know, depressing or anxiety or something you're struggling with, even emotionally, if you're separating from a relationship. So like by hold space, you mean like make room in your life, like in your friendship circle? Am I reading that right? Like be able to hear you out and like not judge it, Oh, you know, and not like, you know, say, Oh, that's weak. Or you're like a, such a, you're a girl, you know? So have more men like just be real and open and accept that, you know, men have like feelings too and emotions too. That that's literally coming exactly verbatim from what the guy said. The, oh, yeah. These were just like two random guys you found. Two random them. guys. And very totally in their masculine it's too. Very interesting. Totally in their masculine. That's like, interesting. I because just off the top of my head, like yeah. you know, like I wonder like, okay, how many people were like, huh, like they need any help? How many people were like that? I'm sure, was that common? Did some for there... um, no. No one said that. No. So you probably didn't ask me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it was also the question I was asking. It might have been that. Yeah. I think I was saying like you know, um, what are some ways you feel men can better support other men? 
and what are some ways do you feel like women could better support uh, the men in the world? And so I was asking a really specific question and around that. And so, and, and when it came to the women, like there was one guy that was saying, he's like, you know, sometimes we don't talk, sometimes we don't share, and uh, sometimes we just bottle it up and, and we like explode. Um, and, and I think it's also an invitation for women to hold space in the sense, like to not judge when men don't talk, when men don't share, and to be able to hold space for that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in, in a way that is healthy, and in a way that also empowers, um, a, you know, a deeper connection and a deeper, a deeper relationship there. Yeah, you know what? What you just said there resonates with me, big time, mm. because I have, uh, like, I never shut up for the most part. So when I'm quiet, it's like super noticeable, and it's like, you know, it, it always like, what's wrong? What's going on? What's happening? Is everything okay? And like, yeah. um, and that's like friends, awesome. you know. Uh, my fiance, whoever, they're always just like, what's going on? What's happening? Right. Yeah. Um, I have so it's like very noticeable, very, no- yeah. 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 Okay. So, so for me, I'm like, it would be great <laughs> if I had like an environment that totally. supported that where it's like, Absolutely. Hey, you know what? I actually just don't want to chat right now. I'm actually working this out, this part. It takes all my brain power just to hold it all together. And, yeah. uh, I just need a minute, that kind of thing. And that totally. minute is not actually a minute. That's it, you know. Absolutely. But it's it's often perceived as anger, though, or uh, or avoidance, avoidance, or yeah, suppression. Totally. To be fair, some of the time they're pretty, you know, yeah. I mean, to be fair, yes, I <laughs> could I'm be just, avoiding. Yeah, I'm just like I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, but, like, but you're also programmed to that's into, true on, on yeah. some subconscious level to to be like that's just what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to like not in order to deal with that. I better just distract myself and look over there now. Yeah. And or think about that now, and so that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the healthiest way of processing that. That actually stuff that still stays there, mm-hmm. and it's still with us. And and until there's another event that simply triggers that old memory, that old emotion, that old experience, it kind of come back up, and then we we start to see one our shadow. We start to see your shadows. We start to see your stuff that we haven't really fully processed yet, released yet, or let go yet, or even had an opportunity to discuss in a way where we feel we're not going to be judged. At the end of the day, we just want to, we don't mind discussing it, right? People, yeah. I think women, men don't mind discussing it. The, the only issue is there a fear of being judged, a fear of being ridiculed or not accepted and understood fully. Like, I'm actually feeling this right now. Like, like, awesome. like, I feel like I, I want to say, uh, like, I feel weird even saying this right now. Cause like yeah. I'm in front of, uh, some guys here that are my friends and I'm like, I feel weird saying this, but like I have, uh, uh, all the strong male mo- role models in my life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all of them, I consider all of them much harder workers than I am mm. now, whether that's like accurate or not, I have no idea. But in my opinion, I think they're all harder workers than I am. So for some level, mm. somewhere, I'm programmed on some deep conditioning to like, that's the overall, that, that's the number one piece of criteria you can meet is like if you're hardworking, if mm. you put up with more than anyone else. And that's like a weird male trait. that's just trait. another program. Isn't that weird though? But that's weird. Like if, yeah. if you can put up with more than anyone else, that that's, makes you the best That man. means you're yeah. strong. So yeah. strength means being able to put up with as, to carry how much can you yeah, carry on your shoulders? Negativity, just so much like how much can you thought. Yeah. Deflect. Yeah. How much can you deflect? How much like, can you deflect? Then that, and then that means you must be yeah. really strong. Cause you don't have to go too far back no. into like people's generations 
like maybe mm-hmm. one generation to be like, like my grandfather works so hard every day in a steel mill, and you're just like, God damn! It's like, what do you do right now? Oh, it's like, well, I make music and uh, podcast with my friends, and we all hang out. It's like, really, yeah. really, and it's like, are you a hard worker? Well, I work hard at this. It's like, do you? And I'm like. <laughs> Okay, compared to I don't work hard, enough. and then you feel like <laughs> so minimal and small. That's in my head, like all the time. Like, oh, totally. Man. Yeah. And I think I think that comes from um, one you really like embracing what you're passionate about. I think you know, like what I'm doing. Like, I'm not digging holes and stuff like that. But what I'm doing is a lot of work. I'll be honest. Like, I'll just be brutally honest. You know, in the last month, you know, I've I've experienced everything from like just tears and breakdowns and you know breakthroughs and um, everything from learning more about men learning more about what men need what men are asking for Um, and I've also I've seen like my ego come up I've seen um, my shadows come up I've seen my heart my my humbleness come up I've seen you know, re- me bringing my wall, my own walls down to really Im- and to let go of the idea that I know anything. You seem really balanced. What what could have sparked your ego to maybe uh, raise its profile like that? Um, I I don't know. Like, uh, um, because you're putting all this together, and you don't, totally. and you don't seem like I put all this together. You know what I mean? Like, you seem rather yeah. balanced. I'm really curious as to what could make you feel like that. Um. You know, I for definitely for one, I actually in the beginning was avoiding uh, being seen around this. Oh, like promoting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because I didn't want to take the spotlight away from the purpose of it and from the intention of it. Yeah. And, and at first, I'll be honest, I was actually worried about telling people that it's me that's the creator, and because of the fact I was worried that people would judge it that I'm a female. You know, well, well, yeah, I mean, right? I hate to throw it back to that, but yeah, my first point was like, okay, totally. yeah, here we go. Of course. And that, that was like something I was very present to. And then I just had a lot of friends that saying, what are you doing? Like, be honest, be authentic, be real, right? You're share, all those things. Yeah. yeah share, share what you're doing. And I was like, okay, well, I just, I don't want it to seem like this is about me. And that's why I was avoiding in the beginning. But at the end of the day, I think... Um, when I go deeper into it, because that's still going on, that's still surface level talk, you know, I think it, when I go deeper, that's, I was actually um, in some level maybe uh, maybe afraid of being fully seen, you know, and uh, taking full credit, and um, and maybe there was something around that that yeah. made me feel uncomfortable, because what this is about and what's <clears throat> going to be coming after it and what's going to come after that. It's going to be the awakened man, the awakened woman, the awakened kids. It's going to be going on tour into Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, LA, San Diego. What? And so, you know, at the end of the day, this this is what's happening is for something that's way greater than myself, mm-hmm. way bigger than me. And I just, I try to sit in that as much as I can. But there are moments, yeah, when my when I've noticed my ego come out when it comes up. Because there's a lot of this stuff that's happening. Everything from putting an event together like this uh, to, uh, you know, booking radio interviews and TV interviews and, you know, and being in magazines. This, a lot of this stuff is happening for the very first time. Like, you you've, and you've never experienced any of that before. Is not that like, true? not, no, not like on this level. 
No? Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, like, on this level. So this, I feel like there's so much that's happening so fast <laughs> where I'm like, I'm, that's where like the overwhelm kind of happens yeah. for me and where like tears happen. And cause I'm, cause I am managing, leading, directing, um, and, and I'm also the action person you, to, get, I mean, to get it done. Yeah. And you know what, like what you're describing, I mean, like oftentimes in, in entertainment, in mm. any form, in any fashion, the person who has to put it all <clears> together tends to either really shy away from it or really thrust themselves into the front. Mm-hmm. Of it. And like, I feel from what you're describing, it's almost like it, you have to have like a bit of the look at me disease a little bit. You have a to, a little bit. You yeah. have to. So it's, I'm learning to embody it. a bit of that yeah. because my friends are like, you need to do a video and you need to share, tell people like why yeah. you're doing this event. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't know why for some reason I've been delaying that. <laughs> like, I'm like, I just got all these other things to do. But it's true. I, I'm thinking about doing one this week and just like, you know, just releasing it, putting on Facebook and, uh, <coughs> and just sharing like my why and just being super just real and authentic. Sharing about it. your why. Yeah. Speaking of the Zaramba brothers, uh, <laughs> uh, when we had them on the show, we were talking a little bit about this too, though, about mm. how uh, Andy was telling us how uh, with Vancouver Real, he mm. was really at first really hard, had a hard time even accepting, like uh, putting it up on his like social media, like his personal social media. He didn't want people to like, you know, oh, I, I'm sorry to inundate you with all this stuff. And yeah. he had a great point about that. He's like, well, no, I finally just realized. I'm like, well, it has to start like somewhere. Yeah. Where's it going to start? You know, yeah. that turning over. I mean, like, you know, it may seem like, uh, like maybe I've, I'm way, I'm like, oh, I, I, I know I have to put all this at the forefront, but it's hard. Mm. It's hard to like gauge what you feel people are expecting of you. Right, right. How much you should show yourself. Yeah. And how like, much you should show, like, what you're creating. Yeah. Because I guess you know, at the like, end of the day... How do you... Yeah. What ratio is that? Exactly. Well, what's the, what's the percentage? What's the mm-hmm. correct ratio of that? Because, like, at the end of the day, no one's asking mm-hmm. me to do this show with these guys. <laughs> no one, no one said, right. like, Jamie, you have to do a show with Michael and Chris, and if it's not good, we're coming for you or something. Like no one, totally. no one said that. Just like no one said, Sonali, we want you to host a series of events and panel discussions and things like that. We <clears throat> want you to uh, do this, and if you don't do it, my God, like like no one's threatening yeah. you to do it. So what is that motivating factor about it? It's like, well, it's like you said, it's like I'm stepping up to the table. No one else was doing it. I looked. No one else is doing it, you know? and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I, you know, it's cool. Like there's, um, but there's a lot of women events, like women only events. There's a lot of like men. There's well, there's not a lot. There's there's men events. And <laughs> there's a few, but there's not, a few. but not like <laughs> there's uh, not a lot. You know, but not on, maybe not on the scale that you're talking here. Like this is a huge event, right? Like this is, this is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so I'm like coming in to be the catalyst, to be that female that says, look, I can see um, that there's there's something that's causing creating separation between men and other men. Yeah. Not all men, but there there is that's very present and you can see it. And there is a separation that's causing, uh, creating separation between men and women. And so I'm simply just stopping up and being like, okay, I see it. I see that this is, that no one else is stopping up to do it. So I'm basically gonna create a platform and create a space that's safe, that's, that's, that's authentic, that's loving, that's inviting, um, but also that simply bridges the gap between men and other men, but also bridges the gap between men and women. And at the end of the day, what I'm doing is I'm simply just bringing humanity together. 
Yeah. See, and it's hard to hate on that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any way you can. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like, that's it all the time we have. That, yeah. That's, that's really silly. what it boils like, down nah, what, to. Are you, what are you talking about? Just bringing humanity <laughs> yeah. together and creating a platform, creating a space to bring more people together yeah. and to also, um, you know, feel supported, feel, uh, uh, you know, accepted, wanted, um, embraced, honored, supported, empowered, you know, not because there's anything wrong, but because like there are gaps that, you know, we need to start bridging together. Yeah. And the more someone or people like come and step up and start just doing it. And it's not a matter of like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, look at me. No, it's like, let's bridge these gaps. Let's, let's, let's do something that can really support, you know, men creating more of a brotherhood with each other that where they can have an authentic dialogue where they share how they feel, they can share what's going on. They can be real with each other. They don't mm -hmm. need to, they, they don't need to feel like they have to put on mask after mask after mask and filter what they say and filter, you know, all that stuff. Let's really break those paradigms apart. Let's shatter that to the ground. Let's dissolve them and let's start bridging the gap between men and women and also inviting women to also, uh, understand how to hold space, you know, for men in a way that's healthy and empowers those relationships and invite men when the Awaken Women event is coming on, I'll invite men to even help me put that on. And I will, I will share that publicly because it's, it's, it's what I'm doing is I'm showing just examples of what it looks like to be someone and to be part of a group of people that are simply bridging the gap for humanity. You should speak at that event. You should speak at this event. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so at, funny. People yeah. always say that. You're yeah, really good. You speak. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no, you know. Wow. Because, <laughs> like, if you certify someone and you're like, I, I find them interesting, I'm like, god damn. Okay. Yeah. Let's check them out. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to prove your point right now about okay. how much work has to be done. Are you sure. ready? I'm going to yeah. ask this. I, I may seem like I'm joking. Saavedra. It might seem like I'm joking. But, okay. uh, Saavedra, when was the last time you felt honored? truly honored when was the last time because that when you said that Sonali I, I was like hmm started thinking my own head I'm thinking like, about it I was like yeah. when was the last time I felt honored and I wanted to know what Mike had to say so when was the last time you felt I sure? honestly can't even think of the last time honestly like, can't yeah. even like no joking, can't even right? think like, I know it sounds like a joke but I'm, I'm yeah. honestly asking like do you do you know Seamart what was the last time you felt truly honored truly a little shoulder shrug little don't know okay yeah, moving that's, on that's the <laughs> most we can get from Seamart just you know that's fine yeah, I know uh, it's 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 weird to even think about like mm. feeling honored, like mm. in a way. Like I, I'm not it's even very, sure yeah. what that what, feeling what is. That like, like what? Like, how does yeah. that supposed to feel to me? Like, mm -hmm. was, was it like a? Is it an award that I'm supposed to get? Is a, but even that, like, do you really feel honored when you like, get an award? Like does your do you truly feel yeah. like that? You're like, oh, nailed it. Like, no, no like, yeah. Like, does your spine mm -hmm. stiffen up? I, do just, I like don't. A, I don't even understand what that what that feeling would be. I think that. Um, an award is in it. It's the award in feeling honored comes from feeling connected, feeling, feeling authentically, deeply, and honestly connected to other men, to people, to women, to your friends, to people in your life you feel like you can be really open about and be like, yeah, my ego was coming up today. Um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, being jealous. I was um, showing up in this way and this wasn't serving, 
my work. This wasn't serving my relationship. And, you know, and I think I just, I think I need support because I notice I keep struggling with this. You know, being able to have those kind of conversations with other men, with women, um, being able to feel comfortable, being able to feel safe to have that kind of dialogue. It's, it's, in, it's in those conversations and it's in that kind of dialogue. It's in, it's in that experience mm -hmm. that is the most transforming because it's only when you can challenge yourself to share something that makes you feel really vulnerable, that makes you feel nervous, that makes you almost shake at the idea of getting close to saying it. It's when you push yourself past that threshold that you begin to experience transformation, um, one in yourself, but also in your own humanity. Hmm. Jesus Christ. I like, I, I seriously, at the very beginning of this, I was like, yes. And now, now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like hanging off every word you're saying. I'm like, all right, fuck, this is like super, uh, <laughs> well, yes. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, like you yeah. and me seem to have that kind of relationship. Like that's, yeah, I've that's been, always been, yeah. Like Mike and I have known each other. relationship, I guess, like outside of here, outside of this, like outside yeah. of anything, like Jamie is one of my best friends and he always will be. Beautiful. So it's, uh, but I don't, I feel very comfortable sharing pretty much anything in my life with like Jamie it. and does the same, That's he so does good. the same back. Yeah. And, and you know, like he's, he's been my, uh, one of my best friends out here mm. for about 11 years. We're coming up to 11. Coming up to 11 <laughs> wow. years. Yeah. And That's so for great. me, yeah, for me, like, uh, you know, that's like one of my longest friendships. I mean, you know, some people are friends with people that are back in high school or whatever like that. But if you don't, if like, if you stay in one place, yeah, cool. But like, if you move around the country, then that's, you know, it's not likely you'll keep those friendships as tight as they were. So mm -hmm. yeah, like Saavedra's like, uh, yeah, he's always been a fucking super dependable guy, actually. Uh, he's uh, he's super cool. And you know what's weird is, like, having having Sonali in the room, okay? I have to comment on this right go now. Ahead, go ahead, <laughs> Having you in the room, <laughs> facilitating even just casually Mike and I talking about this, somehow, I don't know how this works, but dynamic-wise, mm. it totally makes it somehow more functional and normal for me to talk about it with Mike. Having Good. a female presence makes that cool because if it was just the three of us right now it would be weird like i would actually feel on an entertainment level i'd be like Joy. somebody would make a joke yeah who, who and that's like lose? deflecting yeah big time that's just now, deflecting did, like, and like that comes from so and many it's very automatic and, it's like you don't even think about it mm -hmm. yeah. and so you don't think you're reflecting because it's so subconsciously ingrained that you're like oh you're emotional uh -huh. like it, yeah you it's know? like more entertaining in my head for us to like like bag on each other like rip, like if you, if you joke about each other somehow that's safer like that there's there's it no feels risk safer. yeah there's exactly. no risk except for your friend's feelings it's like you exactly. don't risk anything you risk the other person's emotions you avoid that <laughs> that shaky oh feeling God. that happens in your chest when you're about to share something experiencing a mini breakthrough here okay. right now yeah. i'm actually starting to feel <laughs> yeah weird new levels of friendship with mike I'm starting to, <laughs> starting to understand things a little bit more beautiful yeah i love it isn't that funny though how having a, a female presence in the dynamic completely just completely yeah actually you totally. know what's funny my uh my fiance, like a few weeks back, mm -hmm. we had a we had a great photographer on, and uh, her name's uh, Paige Sierra. She's super cool, super really awesome, super great entrepreneurial spirit, really really rad. Um, but we had her on, and I think she was the first female we had in this setup 
since we've been at float house Mm. and my fiance commented when i was editing that she's like you sound different like you don't sound like i'm sure i I, I probably sound like it right now whatever it is when i when i speak with females i think you're right i think there's something about the female energy that will shift masculine energy in the room just totally right being simple but i i also believe that this is something that happens between men and women, men and men, and women and men, and women and women. Because we both, we all have masculine, feminine energy. So I notice that if I'm around uh, a, a man that has more feminine energy, it actually puts me more in my masculine. Oh, weird. Okay. Totally. So it displaces what you are, essentially. Well, no, into, I just... Or I, what, what they are, it just, they displace into if your... There, yeah. If there any any time that there's... Um, masculine and feminine energy is always shifting and changing between people. So if if you have a more masculine core, that's going to be the more dominant energy. If you have a feminine core, then that's going to be your dominant energy. So for me, like I can, I have a little bit more of, um, yeah, when I'm working that stuff, I have more of like a, a masculine core because I'm really like, like grounded. I'm strong. I can like I can share what I'm talking about and be really straight and mm-hmm. da 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 and like kind of to the point. Um, but I notice that if I'm around, say, a uh, masculine, a really masculine energy, it actually puts me into my feminine. And, it, and it's not something I think about. It's something that happens just energetically, just like how your energy is shifting yeah. just by me being in the room. Yeah, big time. And it's not, you're not even thinking about it. It's just something that's happening on its own. Yeah. Because it's all energy. Energy has its own level of consciousness, whether you realize <laughs> it or not. It's shifting by itself, and it's very conscious about what it's doing. I like metaphysical stuff I, have, yeah. you, have you read uh Stuart Wilde any of his material no. he's uh he's the first person uh, I ever read that was like metaphysical and oh, he always cool. talks about uh you know like the, the force essentially like you know like this, this the uh the all-encompassing energy that it's just mm. it's all like serving your higher power essentially what's what's your higher self what is that if are you working towards that are you actually like setting yourself back shadows and things like that mm. you're talking about how do you work through it and it seems like when he talks about the divinity of male and female mm-hmm. and just how having having a, a person who's only influenced by males trying to interact with a female after a long period of time of only engaging with males, it's like learning language, kind of like getting back into it. It's like, okay. But if you have a well-rounded, balanced existence, you, you tend to have like, I don't know, a better understanding of things. And that maybe that displacement isn't so... Uh, intense so so it's like it was more gradual I think rather than mm-hmm. that. I don't know it's uh yeah, it's, it's strange, it's a, yeah. I feel like it's an evolving energy too because it's like um you know another one of the reasons I'm also doing you know this event is that you know you women um you're there's a lot more women that are you know, before men were like the providers or the protectors, they were like, you know, like take care of the women. And uh, so now women like provide for themselves, they can protect themselves, they can have babies by themselves, like, and, and be a single mom and no problem. Yeah. Right? Like it's very feasible and, and there's, there's comfort that's even available to make that comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel like it kind of confuses some men in terms of like, what is their role now? Like, where do they, how do they navigate through this, like this new kind of feminine energy that's really rising and that it just, then there's just more and more of it rising. And so now men, okay, well, if I'm not the provider and the protector, well, how do I, what do I do? 
So now it's like, okay, well, that's why there is an awakening that's happening. There's an awakening that's happening for both men and women. It's, it's just, it's for the entire planet. So as we evolve into these new energies, women are evolving into these new realms and energies where they're becoming stronger and just, they're just, they're just, they do so much and almost like basically everything for themselves now. And so, and then men are now stepping into this energy. Okay, well, now it's no longer about being this high, um, hyper masculinity. It's about kind of how do I soften that? And tempering it, yeah. Yeah, how do I soften that so that I can connect um, with not just women, but just with people in general on a level that's like, you know, authentic and honest and just real and you know we're we're starting to again the old world is moving away from ego it's moving from the head to the heart the whole plan is moving from the head to the heart i hope so because global warming is a bitch yeah <laughs> i know like right it's it was hot out today so yeah right there so like yeah it just makes i don't know it's, it's crazy you know what I, okay i want to ask you this yeah just to kind of get into this yeah um, for you, who would you say is your personal inspiration? Who, whom do you want to make proud at the end of the day? Mm. <coughs> who do you want to stick their head in through the door and be like, hey, what's this? What event is this? Oh, nice. Sweet. Who did this? <gasps> I know them. That's awesome. Or maybe they don't know you. Maybe they're just like, oh, wow, they're very impressed. Who would that person be? Uh, that's a really good question. Thank you. I <laughs> thought of it myself. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. My Amazing. ego just raised its profile a little bit. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, okay, please, go ahead. I'm like, mm, yeah. that's a really good question. Um, hmm, I don't know, like, there's... I feel like there's 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 a lot of people I look up to that I see as... I, I feel like Satyan... Raja, for sure. I look up to him. I see him as a mentor. Um, uh, Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> I definitely, I love Oprah. She's a she's a good one. She's a good you gotta one. pick someone. You gotta pick one of the most successful females of all time, right? Ever. God, it, she's like, just amazing. I can't I believe I can her. actually say this, but like in anything, like in anything, absolutely, like, right? like, like in anything, in anything. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. So Oprah, Oprah pokes her head in. She's like, what's going on? What's her guy's yeah. name? That always hair like... Stedman? Stedman. 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 <laughs> Stedman's like holding like her bags. Nobody knows his like first name. It's like Stedman. Stedman, Stedman Winfrey. <laughs> like, is that not his first name? <laughs> Stedman Winfrey. I'm pretty sure his name is. Yeah, Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. No. Except Oprah's against marriage, though. She's not... Well, not against it, but she's just not into getting married. Because she yeah, have to split up that pie. That's why. You know what? Right. That's a big pie to split up. <laughs> She'd be like, first of all, I I saw what you guys did to Mel Gibson. <laughs> She's like, I'm I not going to lose. I know what happened to Mel Gibson. Oh, he lost everything. <laughs> oh, so. did he? Also, Stedman, you didn't contribute anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> also, he was okay. racist. So, yeah. yeah There's always that minor point. <laughs> They're like, well, let's just, yeah. <laughs> I've been here. I mean, yeah. what's the big deal? I'm present. <laughs> It'll look like that scene with Scrooge McDuck just jumping into a vault of money. That's like her. He's like, I put the prizes under the seats, Oprah. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone gets a car. Yeah. Gets a He's car. like, I put those keys there. What kind of prizes? <laughs> what kind of prizes can we look forward to at the Awaken Man? Um, Cars. May fifteenth, twenty sixteen. May fifteenth, twenty sixteen. So surprises is so there's yeah so it's gonna be two tickets to um, the Half Moon Retreat Center. Right. Which is 
awesome. Like it's they were just renovating, so it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Sweet. And what else? And also, there's going to be some complimentary uh, gift floats from the Float House. Float House. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what's, what's up? Didn't uh, know. Podcast code. That makes us like kind of. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> that makes us like cousins, kind of in a way, right? Right. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Because we're. Uh, yeah, it like connects us. It's, it's like inner connection. That's right. For sure. Is that what that is? Cousins. Cousin. I don't know. Hey cousins. Sponsor cousins. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Spokos? Hey, yeah, Spoko. nice, you, Mark. Nice, Spoko. <laughs> uh, what were you it. saying before I, I, I cut you off? Sorry. You had a little something to say? No, it's okay. Anyway. What was that yeah. podcast code? Oh, the podcast code is II Podcast. That's right. <laughs> See, I tagged that on. Nice one, Mike. That's there good. You go. Nice one. Should just say good it job. next time. Good just job. Say. Swish. <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? Time flies when you're being it completely enlightened. It flies really fast. No yeah. kidding. I'm, uh, no kidding. I'm, I'm actually like super stoked. I'm, I would like you to come yeah, back I, on. This is a delightful sure. podcast. Yeah, this is super nice. <laughs> I'd is, love to come back on. I gotta tell you, it's really nice to actually just kind of chat and not have to be so focused on like snapping jokes with people all <laughs> no the time. Kidding. Like, it's nice I just feel to chat. so yeah. relaxed, like yeah. honestly with you guys. It's... And it was still pretty funny actually. Which it totally funny. is. Yeah. Um, I love it. Let's just cover this again real quick. Uh, if you guys want to check out this great event we've been talking about all evening on this show with Sonali Pereira. Uh, that's, that's how you say it. And <laughs> that's how you say it. Uh, you, go, you want to go to the Diamond Ballroom the fifth floor in Vancouver, British Columbia on Sunday, May 15th, 2016. Uh, it's amazing. You know what? Uh, there's a great early bird special. Is early bird still effective? Yeah, yeah. yeah. still available. Great early bird in there. Uh, $77 for those tickets. A limited time offer. You want to go to theawakenedman.org. That's where you want to check this out. How can people follow you online personally, Sonali? Um, they can just follow me on Facebook, and so I also have Instagram, so they just... <gasps> What's your Instagram? Tell oh us my, right now. It's uh, Inner Power, so it's inner.power. Nice. And uh, so that's going to be like... I'm going to add you right now. Yeah, add me right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. If you're listening right now, you should do the same. Absolutely. Add me on Instagram, add me on Facebook. You can find me at Sonali L. Pereira. And you can follow all the cool updates for The Awakened Man, and coming soon is The Awakened Woman. Turns out I'm already following. Oh, are you? Perfect. (laughs) Great. I was like, following? Oh, okay. You're like, wait a minute. I'm already following. Okay. I only follow the best. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, That's (laughs) awesome. Uh, Do we get all the, all the points? Do we? I think, we, I think we, we got yeah. some really, we really good it. points. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, if you guys want to follow the podcast, we really appreciate all your your new, all the new followers out there. We're getting a lot of feedback every week. We really appreciate everyone who's listening. Uh, you want to check out Intergalactic Interviews mm-hmm. if this is your first time checking out. Lots of back episodes. This is episode 87. I said at the beginning. 87. Thank you, Michael. Uh, 87, and uh, it's a nice, huge catalog back there of uh, great episodes, great entertainment. And if you want to check this one out and future ones, you can also go to intergalacticinterviews.com. It's on Instagram as Intergalactic Interviews. Uh, it's on Facebook as Intergalactic Interviews. It's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, we'll be on Stitcher maybe Stitcher, by the time you hear this. In, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of random places. Thank you, Michael, nice. for handling all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, and if you people want to follow you, Mike, how can they follow you? Uh, follow me at the Saavedra on Twitter or Michael A. Saavedra on Instagram. And you can see pictures of my cats. Your cats are sweet. <laughs> Beautiful. Seaster in Meester. Yeah. And I'm uh, just going to throw this to Seamart real quick here. just want to ask him real quick because he's, he's so contributing to this. Here, here we go. Uh, Seamart, uh, 
But yeah. And, oh, by the way, I've noticed on the YouTube videos that we've been putting up frequently since oh, nice. uh, since we got the capability to do so. Just want to say that every time I do this part, it only focuses on my reaction. But uh, I'll describe <laughs> it for you. Okay, so CMART, uh, how could people... Uh, no? Okay, people... No, don't follow him? Okay. Don't want to follow him. Just, just <laughs> don't follow him. There you go. All right. Uh, and if you want to follow me, you can follow me uh, personally at MD underscore Boomsday. That's M. D underscore Boomsday at Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, you name it, we're there. Uh, mm. Sonali, you're amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank please go so check much. out Thank The Awakened Man. We really hope you come back. You're official friend of the show. Awesome. Official right friend now. of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, we love you guys so much. We're booked solid for the next like 19 million weeks. So if you no guys way. want to uh, check out the lineup, it's going to be awesome. And uh, we appreciate you guys. I want to say goodbye to these folks. Say goodbye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Later. Later. Boom. Sweet. I like it. That's good. <laughs>